0: Welcome
1: to Erie Iceland. Whether you're captivated by folklore, paranormal, sorcery, the hidden people, haunted things, people or locations in Iceland, you've come to the right place. Here, you'll venture into the dark side of Iceland. I'm Anne. I'm Vanessa. We're two girl bosses who are obsessed
0: with all of these things. Will you dare to follow us into this unexplainable realm? Hey, Anne. Vanessa, did you know that we have to vote for a new president this year? Really? Yeah, like soon. And did you also know that I could run for president if I wanted to? Seriously? Yeah. Like, What all, gives you the credentials? All I have to do to like run for president is be 35. Check. And um, I have to like go around and get 1,500 people to like say they would probably vote me. Like, I don't know, maybe they could lie, but I have to have like a paper that says 1,500 people would vote me. And then I just, like, take that to, like, some place and then go, I want to register to, like, run for office. I could do that. Like, if enough people, like, voted for me, I'd be, I'd be president. But, I like... would help you. I would <laughs> help you get those 1,500 signatures. Yeah, but, like, that's not enough for me to, like,
1: be president. That's just enough for me to, like, run for president. Oh, but... Okay. So they have, like, preliminaries like we do in America as well. Like, Like, you have to get on the docket? I have to get on the docket. And to get on the docket, I have to be 35 and
0: have, like, the 1,500 signatures. And then from there, people can then vote for me. That is, if they would vote for me.
1: Okay. And what is that in the spring? Do we have time to do this still? Could you be president this year, Vanessa? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if enough people
0: liked me, yeah. But uh, let's be honest. Like, I mean, I think enough people would like me. They just probably would not want me to run... Their country,
1: Yeah, but you really have no power. Let's be honest. The president here doesn't really have power. He's kind of like a, uh, what would you say? Kind of like a... Influencer? Insip- <laughs> no, but like... Y- no, I, I wouldn't go that far. One of
0: my promises would be like, I promise that like every three months I'll have a big party and everyone's invited and there'll be lots of champagne. And then people will probably vote for me. Yeah,
1: I, w- I would. You have my vote. <laughs> Woo! i like it vote vanessa guys (laughs) vanessa for president 2024 iceland yes how long has the president been the president now eight years eight and could he run again because i know like in america we have a, a stopping point i think you can only serve two terms for eight years right but I think in Iceland, you can go a bit longer, can't you? Because I think a lot of people were disappointed when he formally came out and said that he wasn't going to run again.
0: Correct. So um, he could run again. And if he did run again, I'm pretty sure he'd like he'd win by a milestone. Yeah. Um, he's
1: a very likable character. And folks, for our North American folks, he has a Canadian wife. Yeah. And he like goes to like games and stuff. Like he's he's a cool guy. He's a like a natural like for the people kind of dude.
0: I mean, if he does run again and I run, obviously vote for him. (laughs) Obviously. Anyways, I have a story for you today, Anne. Are you excited? I am so excited. What is the topic? Well, it actually has a little bit to do with you. Like you're not in the story. Like, okay, that's good. Yeah. No, but it's about um, a bride and a groom and a ghost. Ooh, I'm in. I love the wedding business. You could maybe even, like, tell this story, like, on a wedding day. Really?
1: Or I could tell it if I'm there. Do you think it's going to be that good? I mean, I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Let's hear it. I can't wait, Vanessa. Today's Icelandic folklore story
0: is about a groom's past coming back to bite him in the ass. Ooh. Because boys will be boys. This story is said to be set in the Westfjords and starts at Reykjola Cemetery. Four men were digging a new grave when they came across a lot of pus and a very large femur. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pus? Yeah. So they're, like, digging a new grave for, like, a new body. And while they're doing that, like, they, like, bump into something and then, like, pus starts oozing out of, like, the earth. And then they, like, discover this, like, really big femur.
1: Like a leg bone.
0: Yeah. And when I say big, I mean bigger than average. So, all these men were, like, quite happy and jolly about it, but one of them was more excited than the other. This man excitedly picked up the femur and placed it next to him. The leg bone reached him all the way up to his hip. Whoa, like giant status. Yeah, like big leg bone. He jokingly said, The owner of this bone must have been quite the wrestler, and it would be such a pleasure to invite such a man to my celebration. What kind of celebration?
1: (laughs) Like I don't know. Come to
0: my birthday party? Come to my wedding? Like, what? I guess. I I guess he's just, like, saying this guy would be, like, great. um, Company? Company, exactly. Then he just tosses a bone onto another grave and finishes up what he's doing. Years go by, and the happy, jolly, excited man doesn't think about it again. As one might expect, such a jolly man is sure to find himself falling in love. Five years after this event, he was set to be married. A few days before the wedding, his bride has the same dream three days in a row. A very tall man visits her in her dream and asks her if her fiancé remembers the words he uttered to him
1: five years prior. Okay, what? Like, I just got riddled with goosebumps. Yeah, she, like, ignores these dreams, Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is another I ignore the visitor that visits me in the dream kind of story. Like, Noato gill. Yeah, she ignores him for a little bit. Okay. But on the last night, he adds either way,
0: he will not get away with it as I have every intention of attending your wedding. Ooh, creepy. So, like I said, she never mentioned her dreams to her soon to be husband, but it wasn't until he said that the third night in a row. So the next day, after her third dream, she asks her fiance, who exactly did you invite to our wedding? He replies, saying, "Uh, I can't exactly remember inviting anyone yet. No one, she asked, surprised and anxious. The groom is bewildered by her question and anxiousness and starts to think. And after a while says, actually, I have not invited anyone. However— Like, not even his family? Well, I guess, like, there was, like, a, like a little bit time, like, before the actual wedding. Like, okay. it wasn't, like, set to be, like, tomorrow or anything. So, like,
1: there's, like—they're they're just engaged. But, like, a wedding— Just like every wedding, we start planning, you know, anywhere between one month to 24 or even 32 months before. Exactly.
0: Okay, got exactly. it. Then he says, however, now that I think of it one time as a joke— I exclaimed to a leg bone that I would love to invite such a fellow to my celebration.
1: What? Okay, so not a birthday. I invited leg leg bone man to my fucking wedding, even though I hadn't met my bride yet. I guess he didn't have any parties up until then. Okay, well, here we go. Shit gets weird. Let's do it. The bride's response is that
0: it would not have been appropriate and especially to the bones of a deceased man, I can tell you now, dear husband-to-be, is that that man has every intention of coming to our wedding.
1: That's creepy.
0: She then goes on to tell her groom about the dreams that she's been having the last three nights.
1: And specifically said, giant man visited me in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, like she like told him about her dreams.
0: Wow. Rather seriously, he replies saying that she probably should have just like not told him about dreams. (laughs) Because he's creeped out, okay? Creeped out, or maybe you shouldn't have picked up the leg bone. Either that, or like (laughs) he's creeped out, or he doesn't believe her or something. It wasn't until that night the groom had a dream of his own. This time, the very tall man visited him while he was asleep. He asks him if he intends to keep his invitation he made five years ago. Afraid, the groom, not knowing what to do, agreed. The tall ghost said, whether you like it or not, I will be there. It would not have been wise to make such invitations to the bones of the deceased, even if it was a joke. After this, the ghost goes away and the groom sleeps till morning. Once he awakes, he informs his bride of his dream and asks her for her advice. She advises him to build a small house, big enough for the tall man to stand inside. He was to have a table and a chair inside the house. On the table, there should be a tablecloth, three candles, and a table setting for one house should be decorated as a wedding reception would be.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So they're trying to fake a wedding right now? Is that what's happening? So that he actually doesn't attend the real wedding? That's what it sounds like. Whoa. Okay. I mean, ambitious. Good idea. I'm in. He would prepare water in a bottle and place consecrated earth on the plate. So consecrated
0: earth is probably like... um Dirt from like a cemetery or like holy ground. So like think burial site mud or like dirt. Got it. Thank you. As their guests would not be offered any other dishes. The small house should also have a blanket in case their guests would like to rest. The groom was then to lead the ghost into this house, but be careful not to go ahead of him or be under the same roof as him. And he would especially not accept any invitations from him he should speak very, with him very shortly and then lock him inside the house.
1: So where do you think these rules came from? Do you think this is like they consulted like a witch or a sorcerer or do you think that they just thought this was the way to approach it?
0: So in some of the stories I read, they, they, they all have the same thread, like the story's the same. But in some stories, um, they said that he didn't ask her for advice, but she asked, uh, he asks a priest for his advice, and he oh. gives the same advice as she does. Okay. So maybe he asks her for advice, and she'd already gotten advice from a priest. Okay. It's hard to say.
1: And that's where this, like, process comes from. Yeah. Okay. Got it.
0: The groom follows his bride's advice and builds a unique house and prepares it as she has described. The wedding day arrives and everything seems normal. So far, the reception is normal as well. The night progresses and nothing's out of the ordinary until suddenly there's a loud knock at the door. Ooh, okay. Edge of my seat. Nervous, the bride hugs the groom and leads him to the door. He becomes
1: pale when there's another knock at the door. Because, like, now we have to put the action or the plan into action.
0: Yeah, and, like, ghosts is, like, mad. Like, open the door. Yeah, Right. They open the door to see an extremely large man there that says he has arrived to their celebration. The bride then pushes the groom out the door and prays for the strength of God to protect him. The groom nervously leads the man to the house they have prepared for him. The guest asks the groom to go inside ahead of him. The groom, as he has warned, refuses. The large man walks into the house and again warns that the groom should not have played with the bones of the deceased. The groom ignores him and offers him what he has prepared and asks him not to be upset with him as he cannot stay. The ghost begs the groom to stay, but the groom again, as warned, refuses. The ghost then says, At least promise me, since you cannot stay, that you will visit with me soon in this house.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. Like... He's going to attach himself now to this little house. Isn't this the house that they're living in? No, this is like the new little
0: house they made. Especially Just for the ghost. Okay, for like, the ghost. Like a okay. trap or something. And I don't okay. know, maybe the ghost is like realizing what they're doing. I'm uh, not sure. Maybe okay. he's catching on. Okay. Once again, the groom refuses and locks the door behind him. As if that's going to stop a ghost. But okay. All right, here we go. The groom went back to the party. The bride was ecstatic to see her unharmed groom and the night went on without interruptions. The next day, the groom wanted to go and check on the ghost in the house. Not one step further, his new wife exclaimed. I shall go with you and be sh- and you better be sure to stay behind me. They reached the house and the ghost was gone. He had drank the water and shattered the consecrated earth all over the floor. Aha! Just as I expected," said the bride. "If you would have come here alone and stepped one step in this house, you would have met the magic of the ghost and be swept away off into his realm. But why him and not her? I'm guessing because like he's the one. Like she never messed with his bones. Oh,
1: okay. he's just like
0: ha ha. I'm so funny in a graveyard.
1: Yeah. So okay. like I'm
0: pretty sure like he he
1: like, opened the portal or the
0: he disrespected disrespected. disrespected. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay." I, on the other hand, will not be harmed and can clean up this place. Some say that before the ghost had left, that he stood outside the window where the newlyweds were sleeping and said, I don't need to thank you because I did not get to taste the water clear and stir the soil.
1: The fuck does that mean?
0: After this, the ghost was never again seen and it is said that the couple lived a long and happy life. For those of you interested in hearing what the ghost said in Icelandic, as it sounds way better, and it even rhymes, he said the following. Beautiful.
1: Much better in Icelandic.
0: I know, right? So, what do you think? Was the special house like a new burial site for this ghost?
1: Yeah, I feel like he was trying to attach, like, they, their plan was, like, he can't attach himself to the groom or the bride. The idea is, like, okay, if he has to attach himself to anything or anyone, it's going to be this weird little house that we have nothing to do with, that we've built specially for this situation that's gone down. Interesting. What do you think?
0: I think, yeah, I think it's, like, his new, like, like coffin, kind of. But then why did
1: he leave? Well, because, like like, poof. Like, his, the curse is done. Oh, that's, like, it was as simple as that. He's, like, now seen the light and he moves on and he's at peace. Well, like, there's another, like, version of the story where, um, like, the next,
0: like, after this happens, he, like, comes to the groom and says, like, now that you've respected me by allowing me to come to your wedding, I would like to honor you to come to our realm. And so... If I was this groom, I would heed the advice of my bride and be like, thanks, but no thanks, because he was not taking advice. But in this version of the story, he goes with the ghost to like ghost world where he meets all of like the ghost's friends and they have like amazing feast and like he has like a lot of fun. And, like, But he's by himself. Yeah. In like the underworld or like the okay. ghost world or whatever. And then the ghost says to him, "Well, I'm pretty sure you want to go back to like your new, like your new wife and your like life. So in order, like, for, when you go back, like, I'm pretty sure no one's gonna believe you. So here, let me gift you this thing so you can prove that you've been to like the, the underworld, underworld. Yeah, right? Okay. So in that version of the story, he gives um, the groom this like sheepskin that's like most luscious, thick." sheepskin anyone's ever seen. So from like older times. And then he like whisks him back off into human world. And that's when the story ends. So it's kind of interesting. Wow. But let me ask you this, Anne. Let's say, you know, we're on one of our adventures, as we do all the time, and you come across a human
1: bone. What are you going to do? So... I'm going to be very honest with you and say I'm always looking for human bones. (laughs) Yeah. This is why we are friends. Yeah. Like, so you know that I have, I have a little bit of a love or a pastime for bones, right? Like I love taxidermied things. You know, our our new raven friend is a great example of that. But also when we have been in the highlands, even just Davith and I have been running around, I've often found bones of like four horned sheep or sheep or horns or pieces of things or whale bones on beaches and stuff. And I'll be honest, I'd take them with me. You know, usually if it's on someone's private property, I'm asking the farmer, of course, before that happens. There has actually been a couple situations where I found like, you know, weird dead sheep and asked the farmer, hey, your sheep is already dead. He's got four horns. Can I taxidermy him? Yep, this is fucking weird shit. This is who I am. I'm sorry, guys. This is a little reality check for you guys. So sorry. But uh, the really amazing thing is, is that, This actually reminds me of an adventure that I actually want to take you on, Vanessa. There is a place that is in the Highlands that's actually called Bone Hill. And that's going to be one of our future episodes that we're going to be talking about. And you and I are actually going to go and visit there because that is where some devastation happened, where people were crossing the Highlands and there are some human bones hanging out there. So honestly, I look forward to it. I would love to be part of some murder mystery or some kind of weird, you know, somewhat you find a body in the glacier or something like that like you'd be part of history you know in a way
0: okay fun totally like totally gonna go with but <laughs> like okay let, let's be clear you find a bone a human bone you're not gonna jokingly say ha 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 I won't invite you to my birthday party like you now know that like you probably shouldn't joke about people's like real people like animal bones maybe but um you're not gonna make any jokes about the
1: disease? no i probably wouldn't follow in this guy's footsteps i wouldn't be like hey there's pus coming out of this grave and there is a ginormous giant femur bone hey vanessa let's invite it to our next trip to wherever yeah not gonna do it i mean i wouldn't even think about doing that that's
0: so weird like as i said boys will be boys <laughs>
1: Thank you so much for venturing into the dark side of Iceland with us. We hope our stories resonate with you. Stay tuned for more Nightmare Worthy podcasts. And if you
0: want to hear more, give us a follow on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. You can also find us on Instagram at Eerie Iceland and by searching Eerie Iceland on Facebook. See
1: you next time.